It's my show. Well, folks, it's here. You've been waiting this long since the beginning of the last season. On the count of three, you three. One, two, three. Tug. Oh, did Jesus say tug or lug? He said tug, Motard. No wonder this feels so heavy. Tell me, what is the point of this flagpole? We need something to conduct the electricity to bring the automaton to life. Yeah. Oh, this shit show's gonna be epic. You can help, you know, rather than commentate. Sorry, I'm I'm still nursing a sore mouth since my, you know, my teeth's got taken. So I'll just sit here ringside. You know, give the play-by-play for the home listeners. Your big little brother is busier with his tongue rather than his back or his legs. Which is why I'm watching you work versus helping you work, my friend. He's a genius, really, which is why he's my hero. Shut up, Mozart! Aw, thanks, Mo. Tell you what, why don't you drop that rope and join me up here, you know, color commentate. Oh, that would be great, but I don't think I would be very good at it. My color palette is a tad muted due to the doggo color blindness. Will you just get up here and sidesit with me, you moron? Oh, right away! <laughs> lug, 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 lug. Side sit! All right, what are we doing again here, Cousin Z? Oh, DJ, we are going to sit right here and watch this ridiculous circus play out. Oh, I'm not a big fan of the circus, you know. Industrialized animal torture is not my thing. And clowns scare the caca out of me. Well, ditto on the clowns. Mo, just sit here and tell the butterfly thingy audience what you think of what's happening right before our noses. Oh, okay, I got it. Just side sit here and talk. Exactly. Okay, I got nothing. Oh, DJ. All right, I got this. Welcome, folks. Zetterberg here, live and direct from the Human Automaton Raising Ceremony, brought to you by the Zeddy and Indy Show. I've got my favorite cousin in the color commentating position. Say hello to everyone, Mo. Uh, hi? Crackerjack commentating is always Mozart. Pull, you filthy dogs. I just had a bath, I would have you know. I have yet to have bath for quite some time now. My apologies. I got caught up in the moment. Very exciting times. As you can hear, there is a lot of electricity in the air. We have Ivan and Indiana raising what seems to be a flagpole onto the tail-cutting throne that Mozart was tied to just last Christmas. It isn't a very comfortable throne. Not like the car seat throne or even a toilet. Mo, you were in the mix of this flagpole raising. What's going on through Indian Ivan's mind in a moment like this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, blood, maybe? All right. Now, I'm here live with Frida, the high priest of this crazy witchy voodoo ritual. Actually, I learned most of my spells from a Pentecostal upbringing. That's where he perfected the snake handling. Yeah. Yeah, what's your role in this whole ceremony? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating. Cheese it. What can our listeners expect from the ceremony tonight? Well, I would say some witchiness. Yeah. What's that in? A little more. Okay, lock it into place. Done. Perfect. Whoa, folks. Big moment, big moment. It appears that the throne is not only fully equipped, but its lightning rod is also fully operational. Nice work, Indiana and Ivan. Hey, Cousin Z. Yes, Mosef? Uh, have you got any snacks on you? Who are you, Milo? Well, no, it's just this is when I usually get a snack from the Minge. How do you know what time it is? What are you wearing a watch? My stomach always knows the time. Just listen. At the sound of the grumble, the time will be snack o'clock. Uh, fine. Okay, snack on a couple of these. Well, don't eat them all. What did you just give me? Uh, the snails we brought. Oh, they're delicious. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. 
You know, for a story, since we're dealing with snakes, a story out of the reptilian world. A group of snakes from Guam have developed a new way to slither. The lasso technique, as it's being called, consists of the snake wrapping its entire body around a pole or a tree trunk and scooting its way up. The technique was discovered while a group of scientists were studying brown snakes in an attempt to protect Guam's starling population. While the new discovery is bad news for the island's bird population, it is an amazing evolutionary step in snake locomotion. So much so that it cannot even be classified into one of the four known forms of snake locomotion. This story is terrifying. Tree climbing snakes? Well, how do we know that the snakes that the witchy cats are using for this aren't these same lasso climbing snakes? Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Ivan, where did you wrangle these snakes up from? Yeah. They park over by Baldwin Hills. Oh, yeah, we hike there all the time. Well, there's nothing to be worried about. I don't know. Andy, let's move on to another story so the lug doesn't get any more spooked. In our next story, in May 2018, brothers Henry and Elias Friedman set off on a cross-country road trip to deliver a stray puppy rescued from the streets of Puerto Rico to the pet's new family. After the dog's adoptive family changed their minds about adopting, Henry decided to adopt the dog himself. The puppy, now a 50-pound super mutt named Finn, has become a bit of an internet superstar. As Henry has documented their van life journeys into inspirational tales of rescue dogs all over the country. Henry started a project to help rescue pets like Finn. Each month, the account features a local rescue from the area that Henry and Finn visit on their travels, helping to raise awareness and funds for the rescues. Much better story, guys, aside from the dog being named after Finn. And we are back. My partner in the booth, Mo, is yacking up some escargot at the moment. Appears that mollusks are not his game. We are live at the Human Automaton Ceremony being performed by the Witchy Cats. To be honest, folks, I have no idea how these five fuckle nuts are going to pull this off, but it should be entertaining. All right, I'm back. All right, so how's your stomach? Empty again. What's going on with Frito here? Uh, no idea. Uh, hey, hey, cheese it What's the haps? Exactly what I was going to ask you. Uh, what's up with the robe that Frito is putting on? It's his ceremonial human conjuring outfit. I'm no fashion expert, but Frito needs to sashay away with that look. Oh, drag race burn. Nice one, Mo. Very funny, but it is crucial to attracting the proper weather. Yeah, I was going to mention that. How are you guys planning on doing this when you need lightning? Yeah, there isn't a cloud in the sky. You guys going to have to call a nice weather delay? (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Z. I know. Thanks a lot. Will you two shut up and let these cats get to work? Hey, I don't come down to your place of work and knock the microphone out of your face, do I? Uh, That's exactly what you did the first time you joined our podcast. Mozart. Oh, right. Well, well, carry on then. Carry on with what I was telling you and Z to shut up so the cats could do their thing. Oh, well, by all means then. Monday's Mutts. This week's Monday's Mutt is Ping An, whose names translate approximately to safe in Chinese, who reportedly walked for about two weeks back to the eastern China city of Kidong. Kidong, the dog's home safe. Ping An's family intended to leave her with friends 62 miles away in Nantong for several weeks so she wouldn't be upset by the persistent construction. But after four months of separation, the family learned that the dog had gone missing from her temporary home without a trace. Mama and Daddy 
worst nightmare. Keep that gate closed, Ninja. She was picked up by a local rescue and reunited two weeks after she went missing. Be sure to check out our Facebook page to read the full story, as well as this week's Doggo News. As I was saying now, you two be quiet and let the witchy cats do their thing. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, mum's the word. <laughs> no offense, Indy, but I thought your big little brother was a paw in the ass. But with this lug in the mix, it is almost too much for one sanity. Tell me about it. Silence, please. Yeah. Witchy cats, form a half circle. We have already. Skip ahead. Yeah. Hold tails. Flagpole, flagpole. Dark as muscle. Take these clear skies. And give us weather like an asshole. Yeah. Holy witchy cats, Mozart. Yeah. Oh, th- that was pretty impressive. Silence! May I have the ingredients? First, the snakes. I present you with three California king snakes. Well, these snakes will do. Thank you, Ivan. Yeah. Oh, man, this is like watching a nativity scene. Being performed behind a madhouse. Okay, we're up next, Mo. Give me the rest of the snails. Oh, uh, here you go. God, what the hell is this, Mo? It's a bag of snails you gave me to munch on? I told you not to eat them all. Well, I didn't. I left you one. Oh, damn it, Mo. I said leave me some, not one. This isn't going to be enough. Oh, okay, hold on. I I got an idea. Look, 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 look. What the hell is he doing? Next, the snails? Uh, pass. What? Just skip me. There is no skipping. It's a very specific recipe. The ingredients need to go in a certain order. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. Zeddy, stop being such a pumpkin prick. Shut up, Indy. I know what I'm doing. We can only hold these rain clouds for so long. I'm back, Cousin Z. Hold the bag open. Oh, Jesus, what is that smell? Well, I scooped up my puke. (laughs) Genius, right? No, Mo, that's disgusting. Oh, God, but I I guess it could work. (laughs) I told you, genius. Sorry, guys, didn't mean to stall. A momentary power trip came over me. (laughs) Why am I not surprised? Hey, you know, guys, I know you want to get through this ceremony without any interruptions, but, uh... No shit, Sherlock. What are you getting at, Seti? Yeah, spit it out. Well, I think it would be best if we got to uh, this week's... Freedom of the Week! What are you hiding, Zeddy? He's holding the bag of my... Oh, so typical of you to think that I am just up to something when I am just thinking of what is best for the show. (sighs) This week's Breed of the Week is the Pekingese. These tiny little poof balls stretch out at about 8 to 9 inches and weigh in at about 8 to 14 pounds with a lifespan of 13 to 15 years. Too Too damn damn short! short. These tiny, triple-looking creatures have a bit of an attitude problem. Obedience training is recommended and children 10 and over are preferred with these little lion-like dogs. This breed that originated from China needs constant grooming. Also, because of their bow-legged stance and breathing problems, they're more of a lap dog. So we need to find a Pekingese for our pool. These dogs are actually described as more cat-like. Hmm. Maybe witchy cats could uh, take one on as an apprentice? That's a joke, right? The Pekingese, this week's Breed of the Week. Can we get this human automaton raising ceremony on the road? Please, by all means. Zeddy? Yeah, yeah, of course. Here you go. So, uh, what's taking so long to get this thing a raisin? Oh, I'm supposed to stay away from raisins. Whoa, sweet Moses Dingleberries. What is that smell? Oh, you weren't far off with your curses. What is this? Snails? 
There is one snail in here floating around in what looks like puked up snails and shells. Correctamundo. What do you do, Zeddy? Oh, it's not Z's fault. It's mine. I was hungry and he gave me the snails and told me not to eat them all, but, you know, I got carried away. Turns out escargot is delicious. Then, uh, I puked them up. Sorry if I messed up your zombie raisin thingy. It's not a zombie raising thingy. Jesus, just trust me, you're wasting your breath. Beyond that, though, what you have here is one live snail and a bunch of other snails, just in a alternative state. Alternative state? You know, some in liquid chewed up and digested form. I don't know if this is gonna work out. Come on, it's all going in the same place, right? Hmm. I mean, you really don't have much of a choice. Well, he's got a point there. Yeah. All right, well, let's, uh, let's give it a shot. I stand corrected. It appears your big little brother has the gift of the gap. I see where you get it from. Yeah, you really can't talk his way out of any situation. Mad respect. All right, finally, Indiana, present me with your puppy dog tail. Well, here goes nothing. Here you go. What in the name of blue thunder fuck is this? Well, it's a tail. More specifically, it was a puppy dog tail when it was taken from me. It's hard as a rock. Well, no one said that the tail had to have an expiration date on it. All right, fair enough. Well, let's see if it works. Boom shaka-laka-laka-hoo-man. Boom shaka laka laka hoo man Snakes and snails and a puppy dog tails. Snakes and the snails and a puppy dog tails. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, get back, Mo. Who knows what's bound to happen when these dick balls start playing with lightning. Oh, it's going to me, Z. Oh, DJ. All right, so maybe now would be a good time for... Digging Deep. And Doggo Health. The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. In today's Doggo Health, we'll briefly discuss dog anxiety. Oh, how appropriate! According to the AKC, the most common causes of dog anxiety are fear, separation anxiety, and aging. Yikes! Sounds like a doggo I know very well. <laughs> you mean you? Uh, I was thinking more like you. Me? Just go on. Fear-related anxiety is something Indiana can relate to. True. Wood floors, tile floors, shadowed floors, bathtub floors, brightly lit floors. Anything with flooring in general. Yes, true. And separation anxiety. Well, I guess I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. As soon as Mama and Daddy step out the door, just wait and see what Daddy does. But anxiety with age is even more peculiar. Why is that? Because it can sometimes mimic Alzheimer's and fleshies. Dogs can become aggressive or act out when they start becoming forgetful and they could be diagnosed with cognitive dysfunction syndrome, which is also referred to as CDS. Some ways you can tell if your dog has experienced anxiety is by noticing some common symptoms like aggression, urinating, or defecating in the house, drooling, panting, destructive behavior, depression, excessive barking, pacing, restlessness, and or repetitive or compulsive behaviors. Okay, some of that does sound like me. <laughs> anyway, what can fleshies do about it? I mean, besides give us all their love and affection. And feed us delicious food. Fuck kibble! Well, the most important thing is to talk to your veterinarian about it, just to rule out if it's not about some other underlying condition. Then you can talk to your vet about treatments or training that can help, you know, the issues at hand. To learn more about dog anxiety, check out the posts on our Facebook page. Well, that was intense. Did it work? <laughs> It's alive! Alive! 
Whoa, Chusa, I think your automaton just ripped a fresh one. Oh, boy, I'm going to have to work out a lot of kinks in that field test. Indiana, you've kept your word and in turn provided us with our much-longed-for human automaton. For that, we will help you in any way possible with your jailbreak. Yeah. Well, folks, this shit show turned out way better than I thought. Oh, yeah, the power's only out for half the block. Uh, yeah, you're right there. Uh, maybe we should be, uh, getting out of here. <laughs> hey, Indy, uh, we gotta scram. Right behind you. We'll be right back after this short message. Hey, it's Bobo. You like this podcast? Well, go to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy show. And for as little as $3 a month, you can help support these two dope dogs. Now, back to the show. We're back. Just in time to do a page from the book. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 113. Science fairs. With us doggos, there is very little you have to worry about in the terms of science experiments. Current attempt at making a human automaton notwithstanding. Our attempt at science experiments is eating some strange street garbage and seeing what comes out the other end. But with kids, once fifth grade comes around... You could be knee-deep in baking soda lava. Mold at different stages in the fridge. And sea monkeys. Uh, sure. And let's be honest, folks. Most of you don't know diddly squat about science. Yes, you could be looking at a crap science project and saying, wow, that looks like a blue ribbon science project if you ask me. (laughs) Then they end up not placing at all. So you have to deal with the crying Timmy. Wow, you said I was smart. You said I was gonna win the blue ribbon. Next year you're watching your good fruit be used for a solar system mobile. Just eat the grapefruit. Don't use it as Jupiter. So there you have it. Reason number 113. Science fairs. That does it for today's show. Tune in Mondays for new episodes. Like and follow us on social media. And until next time, smell smell you later. later!